Hello and another warm welcome to the latest edition in the Meridian Tax Tech podcast series. I'm Adam Smith, the Meridian Commercial Director. For many years, and likely even more so as we now enter into 2022, many businesses will face challenges in automating purchase order and paper invoice flows within SAP. We look today at how you can solve all complex EU flows on the AP side with automation for manual AP processes within Miro. As a result of this, no manual selection of tax codes is required. The process is fully automated and compliant. So to dive right into detail today, we have Meridian's Tax Tech Product Director, Owen Rogers, and joining him today is Mikhail Roos from our long-standing partners, EY. Owen, over to you. Thank you very much, Adam, for the introduction. As you mentioned, many businesses face challenges when it comes to the manual selection of tax codes in the SAP AP process, and in particular for third-party invoices. Often when working within the Miro functionality in SAP, AP staff are required to undertake quite detailed understandings of VAT scenarios that are quite complex across Europe. The most common of these scenarios would include intra-community acquisitions, extended reverse charges and EU triangulation flows. All of the above have zero VAT charged on the invoice and therefore it's really quite difficult to identify what the correct tax treatment should be and also what the code should be used for booking that invoice. So Mikhail, do you see any evidence of complexities around that manual AP process being a major issue amongst your client base? So yes, uh, Jürgen, uh, definitely uh, on the AR side, there is a clear need for automation. But uh, if we look at the AP process, uh, we still see a lot of manual assignment of the tax code uh, happening with our clients. Uh, And as you mentioned, it's all being able to analyze the invoice from a VT point of view and then assign the right tax treatment. Um, this can be a very complex in, uh, yeah, situation in a multinational environment where there is a centralization of the AP process in a shared service center or an internal, um, let's say, center that uh, that accumulates all the uh, AP uh, processing. So where people are processing invoices for multiple countries, uh, countries that all have their own complexity. Uh, We all know that there are countries that require a lot more granularity in the VT reporting, not to mention the difference in in deduction limitations, uh, which obviously leads to uh, more tax codes to choose from. Um, With ongoing VT rate changes, uh, again, it doesn't make it uh, more easy uh, going, uh, going further. So AP invoices are still a major reason why there is a need for month entry corrections uh, before being able to process the VT return. Uh, And that's where we see a clear need um, from, let's say, VT managers uh, or tax people within a company uh, to drive more and more uh, automation. Okay, thank you. And and what do you see as the increasing challenges when it comes to training AP staff? And how would your clients manage this process? Well, there are a couple of things that make uh, training of AP staff uh, challenging. Um, one that has already been mentioned is the, the complexity of VT in a multinational environment, uh, where you would actually already need to know uh, how this is reported in the VT return to assign the right tax code. Um, in that case, what we often see is that uh, cheat sheets or decision trees are being used uh, to have uh, some sort of guidance. Um, 
but another challenge is also the turnover of people in the AP team, uh, being that in, in a shared service center, which requires additional training uh, when new people are onboarded. Um, and of course, uh, changes in legislation, which also makes that updating trainings and uh, guidance material uh, need to be updated on a more or less continuous basis. So, which creates a extra workload for the, the people that need to maintain that uh, that information. So a lot of our clients are uh, looking to automate the assignment. Uh, a lot of our clients are looking to automate uh, the assignment of a tax code during the AP processing. Um, but there are some limitations on what SAP exactly can do. Uh, um, we have seen info records being used or um, a tax logic on the PO. Both can help, but uh, it's not always uh, that accurate due to some uh, missing information on the on the purchase order. So, Johan, uh, can you outline how uh, Meridian would do automation with of the AP process within Miro? Yes, so we have we have developed quite a simple scenario for automating the AP process, and really the key thing that we brought into the process was to mirror standard SAP's sales condition records and create our own AP purchase condition records. And what that means is that we try and determine four key parameters when deciding what the tax code should be. That would be the VAT ID of the seller, the VAT ID of the buyer, the type of vendor we're purchasing from and the type of material that we're purchasing. Now with those four key pieces of information, we're able to determine what the correct tax code should be. But how those four parameters are identified, we use a combination of information from the purchase order. But because, as you mentioned, the purchase order will not always be fully accurate or correct with the information, we then also have to consider the actual invoice that arrives in your business to make sure we're determining exactly what the correct VAT determination should be. So with those tools in place, your AP processor that's booking an invoice manually through Miro will only need to enter the invoice date and the purchase order number that's applicable for that invoice. With just that information, Meridian will automatically determine based on information on the purchase order, what we assume the vendor VAT ID will be, what the buying VAT ID will be, depending on the delivery address and the types of VAT IDs you have for the purchasing organization within your business. And then we'll also determine who is the vendor. Do we need to make any changes to the vendor tax classification based on system driven logic that we have and also what type of material that we're buying? But as mentioned, we can't always rely on the PO to have the correct information. And we ask that the AP staff would do one check on the invoice, and that's that the correct VAT ID from the vendor and the buyer have been used on the invoice. And with just that information confirmed, we'll do a full automation of the tax code, and that will be determined directly in Miro. So the AP clerk has the option then to manually overwrite what Meridian has determined as the tax code, but we will then produce reports that show exactly what tax codes were determined by Meridian for each invoice posting and whether that was changed by your AP staff. Again, giving more of an audit trail to exactly what's been decided by Meridian and how that's been changed and any reasons why that might be. So we've completely automated the process and taken that decision making, that training really struggles to provide away from the AP processors and automated that. So. Okay, interesting. So you mentioned uh, the the rate uh, determination. So does Meridian um, also automatically determine the correct VT rate when there is multiple rates in, involved on, on one invoice, so standard or reduced rates? Yes, and because we're able to look at the PO, we will look at how many line items are contained within that PO and match that to what's on the invoice. So if you've got certain 
types of materials that are reduced rate on the invoice and the same invoice as materials that are standard rated, we're able to identify that on the line item level by reading the material tax classification for the material that's being bought. Now, in most multinationals and big businesses, it's very, very difficult to fully maintain the exact material tax classifications for all materials that you're buying. So Meridian has introduced some extra tables that can be utilized where we don't have to rely on the exact material type on the PO that's being used. In a lot of cases, the material type won't be in the PO. So we go down to later stages of the PO and check, for example, the material group that's being used. We can set a certain material tax classification for that. If the material group doesn't give enough information, we can go down and look at the item category or the account assignment on the purchase order, and even down to the level of reading GL accounts and call centers attached to that PO to determine what type of goods or services are we purchasing in this case. And that gives us the flexibility to fully determine the correct VAT rate for each line item on your purchase order. Well, that's, uh, I think, very interesting because that's uh, something where a lot of companies are struggling with and determining the, the right VT rate uh, for anything that they're buying. And that's also what we see when clients are implementing, uh, let's say, a custom built logic within the within the PO. So that's, that's very strong. Um, maybe another question uh, relating to the extended reverse charge or domestic reverse charge, depending on, on how, we, how we would like to call it. Is this also something that can be automatically identified uh, when you're buying from a, a third party that um, might be established in another country that uh, that you're buying from? Yes, for sure. And the way we can do that is again by utilizing both information from the purchase order, but also information from the invoice. So if we think of an example where our German vendor is selling goods to us in Belgium from their German entity, we would expect by looking at the purchase order that this German vendor is going to use their German VAT ID and there will be an intra-community acquisition for us to book in Belgium. But for instance, let's say that the German company actually sources the goods from Belgium and therefore uses their Belgian VAT ID for the sale. That will not be apparent on the purchase order. But of course, because they're using this foreign VAT registration and selling to us locally in Belgium, the extender reverse charge rule applies. So even though there'll still be 0% VAT on that invoice, it'll be very important to look at the VAT ID being used by your vendor, changing that from the Meridian determined DE for Germany based on the purchase order to what's actually on the invoice, which would be Belgian BE. And once that's done, all the AP processor needs to do is enter that Belgian two-digit country code into the Miro process, and automatically then Meridian will look to the vendor. We will see through tables within SAP that they are established in Germany with a foreign VAT registration in Belgium. Because we see that, we know that the rule of extended reverse charge should be used and therefore that tax code will be selected rather than the expected intra-community acquisition in Belgium, purely down to the fact that the AP processor only had to identify the VAT ID that was used on the invoice. Everything else has happened automatically, so it gives us a huge amount of flexibility and ensures that full automation happens regardless of the complexity of the purchase. Yeah, and I think that's also uh, indeed something where, well, what we have seen in, in the past with um, um, with other companies implementing something uh, on the PO that there is a, yeah, definitely those kind of scenarios are difficult to, to automate. So um, maybe one last question. Um, so if we look at, um, at this determination, are the AP staff uh, still able to see uh, what kind of tax code is assigned to to a transaction? Uh, 
before it is posted or um, or is it just an automatic process that uh, that uh, the AP staff cannot see anymore? We still like to be able to give the AP processes, processors the visibility of the tax code that's being determined. So using the Miro transaction, we will present the tax code within that Miro transaction before it's posted. So the AP clerks, as I mentioned, have the option to manually overwrite that. And if they do, that will be posted to an analytics report to show an audit trail of the decisions that were made. But as, as asked, that VAT code will be available to be viewed in Miro. But importantly, we need to consider what happens when our clients use a scanning solution such as OpenText, ReadSoft, Coupa, one of these solutions that will automatically scan the invoice for information and pass that information into SAP. So knowing that this is a very common procedure for our clients, we have created a function module that will mirror exactly the checks that we do in Miro for an invoice that has been automatically scanned. So that scanning we will pick up from the scanned invoice, what purchase order was associated with that invoice, what VAT ID was used by your vendor, the VAT ID signified for your buyer, the invoice date, et cetera, that information that gets scanned from the invoice as it's being passed to SAP, Meridian's function module is called, determines what the correct tax code is. And at this point, our clients can make a decision. We've added some flexibility to say, you can trust that the Meridian automated tax code is correct and use that to post automatically, or you can decide that Meridian will pass that tax code back into your scanning solution, where a lot of our clients want to be able to view the tax code that's been determined, confirm that it's correct, and then use it for posting the invoice in SAP. So using the Miro solution, the tax code is always available. Using a scanning solution, you can decide as a client whether you want to do a validation of that tax code before it gets posted automatically, or you can decide to take that step out of the process and automatically post with that tax code. So. We really want to build in as much flexibility around that process as we can. So, Mikhail, if you've no other questions, I've just one last question for you. And mm -hmm. I just want to get an understanding. What is the level of awareness among the EY clients that you have of how the AP process really should be automated within SAP? Well, I definitely think that there is a level of awareness um, that it can be automated in, in SAP via determination on the PO. Um, and I think that a lot of clients are really looking uh, for such an automation. Um, if I look at clients that have gone through that kind of project, and I mentioned it maybe already a couple of times, there is still quite a level of invoices um, where there is a need for validation by the AP team um, due to certain information not being available on the PO. Uh, the vendors bill from country being the most critical, uh, but also the need for uh, materials, uh, tax indicators to be ma maintained in the master data, that, that is a clear challenge. So for any SAP transformation projects that we are uh, involved in, it's surely in, uh, a topic on the agenda where uh, the Meridian VT add-on could really be a way to help increase the amount of invoices uh, where a correct determination can be achieved. So the fact that there is minimal input from the AP staff needed and more flexibility on how to drive those key parameters and those four key parameters that you that you talked about um, uh, to define the, the applicable tax treatment is a clear benefit um, not only at the time of implementation uh, but also during the maintenance right uh, because uh, due to changing legislation and, and tax rate changes um, it's also important not only to look at um, how can we 
implement uh, a tax logic, but also how can we make it sustainable uh, for the future. This has been really interesting, gents. So thank you both very much for your time today. I hope also for those listening that the insights shared today into managing cross-border AP flows within SAP has been helpful. As usual, should you have any questions, please do get in contact with us here at Meridian. We really would welcome the opportunity to dive into more detail and we can, of course, also introduce you to some of our clients who can share their experiences and how Meridian has helped made their lives easier. So thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon in the next Meridian Tax Determination podcast.